faster than a speeding bullet. Able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's this WAP doesn't lie. The No Bullshit Podcast. Now, here is your host, Felix Andreoni. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got my co-host in in the house. Happy Friday. Oh, yeah. I see James in the house. And you know what today is, people. Let's kick it. Hit it. hear a little echo not really you know what where's all the people everyone is in a turkey coma <laughs> i think so i don't know where the hell everyone is yeah, james is here nice. you know what's sad is about the shooting in that walmart before we get to the great president of the United States, Joke Biden. That shooting in Walmart was a tragedy. Horrible. Horrible. And now we know why this man went in there and started shooting. Shannon's in the house. Oh, yeah. Now we know why this man went. And from what the report was saying, he bought a gun just a couple of days before he went back to the Walmart and shot the employees. No, I think he bought a, the gun the, the morning of the shooting. Did he? Yes. Mm-hmm. Legally. So evidently, according to what he left on his cell phone before he shot himself, he said he was picked on at work. He was being bullied. And you know what? That is the worst thing that can happen to somebody, especially on their job number one. And even in school, as a kid, it affects that child so much. So much. Shannon said you sound better, Anne. Oh, thank you. Better every day. Thank you very much. Yeah, she is getting better, which is great. Good news. You know, that the, the gentleman who did the, the, the gunman, he had been working there for like more than 10 years. So I didn't know he, he was there that long. So I'm wondering what the trigger was, what happened, you know, specifically. According to what he left on his phone, he said he was picked on uh, constantly by the co-workers. They would make fun of him. Eric's in the house. They would make fun of him. You know, when you're bullied like that, it really works on your mind. 
And listen, I don't condone this Walmart employee killing other people. I don't condone that. But I was picked on in junior high school because I was a skinny little kid. I was, I must have weighed about 120 pounds. Now it's a different story. I'm like 210. And I, I can take care of myself better now than I could back then. And you know what the key is to a bully? You know what it is, Ann? To have them assume you ignore them because they, they're really looking for attention. Well, no, I'm, I'm saying, how do you think you make a bully stop? By ignoring him, no? Well, that doesn't work because they, they still pick on you. It's sad to say you have to fight back. There's no other way that, you know, you could report him and all that bullshit. But usually, from my own personal experience, and James is right. James wrote, no, you fucked them up. And, and that's the whole thing about bullying. I mean, I don't, again, I don't condone this man going in, killing anyone. That's extreme. I mean, he was, according to what I read, he was a manager. Well, you know what? We don't know what this guy went through. How, how severe was the bullying to this man? Again, it's not worth taking anybody's life because that's just crazy. You have to be crazy to do that. You know, you know, if he went in there and beat the crap out a couple of them or one of them, I guarantee you the bullying would have stopped. Would he have got arrested? Probably. Probably. So will the other person, too, though. And that, I, I think that's the only way you could stop that type of bullying. And it worked for me. I was in school and I was pushed up against lockers. You know, they would take my lunch and step on it. And one day I said to myself, you know, I'm not going to take this shit no more. I went up to the toughest one out of three guys that would pick on me. I went up to the toughest and biggest guy and I punched him square in his nose. I broke his nose and he's, he started bleeding. And of course he grabbed me, tackled me to the ground and we were fighting on the ground. The teachers came out and they stopped the fight. But he never bothered me after that. You know? So what do you think? I think why do you think people bully other people in the first place? We can't hear you now. We don't I don't know what you did, but you sound like you're you're talking in a I don't know. Like you just why, sucked. Why Say, do you think people why do people bullies in the first place? What makes them bullies in the first place? Who knows? They just like to pick on people. That's what a bully is. No, you just, don't you think it's a, it's internal pain on their own part? Like what precipitates someone bullying somebody else? Shannon wrote insecurities. Right. And they, and they are insecure, probably insecure with a lot of things, you know? Right. A lot well, shout, out to, shout out to Moses. Welcome to live studio. Moses. So if somebody has insecurities and that's the reason why they're bullying you, maybe shouldn't the approach maybe be to, I don't know, I guess it's hard to get at, at what their insecurities are and they're not going to openly, you know, admit them to you or tell them to you, but. Of course not. 
And they yeah. want to be like, they want to show everybody, they think by bullying people, you know, they think to themselves, look at me, you know, I'm Mr. Big Shot here. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be cool. I, you know, I don't, I'm not afraid of no one. I'm gonna, but you notice bullies always pick on the weaker people. They oh, never, sure. they never pick on the people, you know, either their size or that could fight as good as them. Because once you stand up to a bully, it usually stops. And it worked, it worked in my case, you know, because mm -hmm. they, they just said back then, because this guy I punched in the nose was twice my size. He was on the football team. He was a jock. Back in those days, I was just a hippie. You know what I'm saying? Right. And once I broke his fucking nose, the ball game changed. And again, I'm not condoning what this man did, that he went in there and uh, shot people. And kill murdered people. I'll, that's I'll tell you. That's wrong. I'll tell you a very quick story. When my son was four, he was in preschool, and yep. it was just a class of twenty. And this boy Connor, who was the same size as my son, uh, bullied yep. him and picked on him. And um, Michael, my son, yeah. he wasn't the confrontational kind, so he would run from him all the time. Well, one day, maybe to your point, my, my son turned around because my brother-in-law showed him how to punch, and he punched Connor in the face, and he broke his nose. So big meetings, parent crap, a whole there thing going go. on. And you know what happened there in the end? Go. They're best friends. The best friends. <laughs> is that, is that how it works? I, and I became friends with the guy, actually. It really didn't work out. And I'll tell you what happened. I'm without harping on this subject. Because I, I got some clips you got to hear of Joe Biden. It's just sickening. But anyhow, I wound up being friends with the guy. And he invites me over to his house for lunch. And I went over there. And his mom cooked some really nice food. But we skipped school that day. Oh. And we, I went over his house. And we started drinking wine. His mom was giving us wine. And we got... We were drunk. And when I'm drunk, I'm not the same person. I mean, um, you know, I don't drink anymore. haven't drank in years. And mm -hmm. so what happened was he pissed me off at the kitchen table and I beat his ass in the kitchen. I oh. mean, I, I punched him back in the nose, broke, rebroke his nose and I kept on hitting him and I left and, uh, I said, if you ever come near me again, I'm going to whoop your ass again. And actually, he never spoke to me after that, and uh, which is okay. But it just goes to show you how tables can turn. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And it's yeah. just what I did wasn't really right. I don't remember what he said to me. I think he challenged me again, and and I wasn't. Gonna, and when I'm drinking, I'm not taking. I don't give a fuck who it is. I. I I, you know, I just laid into him and it felt good, you know, because I, I figured that he never pick on me again. And he never did. He ignored me in the hallways and everything. He put a, a word out that I was crazy. Oh. And you know, I didn't care. You know, I didn't care about that. Uh, but I, you know, and everybody came up to me and said, man, you beat, you beat his ass in his house. <laughs> I said, yeah, I had to. I had to. I couldn't take it no more. <laughs> Eric wrote, 
that term I use when I made a comment to Felix of one of my mom's favorite sayings back when I was still speaking on terms with my mom. Oh. James wrote, he asked for it, and he did. He did ask for it. Listen to some of these things Joe Biden said. Listen, just listen to this. These are some of the racial craziness that this man, now this is a president of the United States. I still don't know how people voted for him. I really have to say, with the way things are in the world today, and I'm not talking about overseas, and that's a different issue. The economy really sucks. Gas is, is high. You ever go to the grocery store and you buy something that's triple in price, triple in price, and you notice that like the bread is thinner. The bread's not thick anymore. Everything is smaller and the price increase. You really have to be a jackass if you voted for this president. I mean, or if, uh, let me take that back. You have to be a jackass if you support him because his, his vote ain't coming up. And even for the House and the Senate, if you voted for these Democrats, you really have to be a jackass. Seriously. Listen to what this man said. In Delaware, the largest growth in population is Indian Americans moving from India. You cannot go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. Oh. Can you imagine a man saying you cannot go to Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent? Who the fuck, who the fuck says shit like that? You know, re listen to this one. Just listen to what this man's saying. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Just as talented as white kids. Did you hear what he said? Listen again. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Just as talented as white kids. <laughs> he said poor kids are just as talented as white kids. Right. Really? Not a poor white child in the United States, right? Well, listen to this one. This one really, really pisses me off. Listen near the end of what this man says. This man, if, if you don't agree that this man's a pedophile or likes children in a, in a, a bad way, listen. Good news is, for me, I'm here. The bad news for you is I'm coming back. I'm coming back, and I want to see these beautiful young ladies. I want to see them dancing when they're four years old or two. I'm coming back, okay. and I want to see these beautiful young ladies. I want to see them dancing when they're four years old or two. Did you hear that? Did you hear what this fucking pig just said? Who, who in their right mind supports a man that's talking about little girls, little children like that? It's shameful. Who the, fuck, who the fuck in their right mind will support someone like that? Listen to this. What you all know, but most people don't know, unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community with incredibly different attitudes about different things. The community is an incredibly diverse community with incredibly different attitudes about different things. So what is he trying to say, Ann? What do you think he's trying to say? 
not a clue. What would listen, he, listen to the beginning. He's telling you right there. What you all know, but most people don't know, unlike the African-American community, with notable exceptions, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community with incredibly different Unlike the African-American community. The so, the, so he's saying, is he saying the African-American community all think the same way? Uh, the, in a way, yes. Oh. Yeah. He's really putting them down. He's putting them down. Listen to this one. Listen, this is the best one. The reason I was able to stay sequestered in my home is because some black woman was able to stack the grocery shelf. <laughs> some black woman was able to stack the grocery shelf. <laughs> so that's, that's what he relates to with black women. They, they're able to stack the grocery shelf. That's what he relates to. That's what he's calling all black women. That's their job. The reason I was able to stay sequestered in my home is because some black woman was able to stack the grocery shelf. Holy shit. <laughs> and you're going you're gonna to support a man that speaks like that. This is the greatest one of all. And I know Shannon appreciates this one. And by the way, you know, I sit on the stand and it get hot. I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down. So it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. Who the hell speaks like that? Can somebody tell me that? And that last, you know, that one when he's talking about little children, four years old, I'll play it again. Is, for me, I'm here. The bad news for you is I'm coming back. I'm coming back. And I want to see these beautiful young ladies. I want to see them dancing when they're four years old or two. Can you imagine that? He said, I want to see these beautiful young ladies dancing, whether they're four or two years old. Who the fuck talks like that? A pig talks like that. And people are out there praising this man. Oh, he's such a good president. <laughs> Eric wrote, has Biden senior been smoking crack? <laughs> <laughs> He probably has been. He probably has been with his son. And I'll bet you he's out there banging those prostitutes, too, with his son. And I'll tell you, people, when the truth comes out, I cannot wait till January because the Republicans have control of the House. And when they open up this investigation and all those emails are going to come to light, at telling you got to throw the big guy some money. Well, he actually didn't say money, but you got to take take care. Exactly the words were Hunter Biden said, you have to take care of the big guy. And you know he was talking about his daddy. And there's other truths in these emails. And, and I think, this is my call, I think Biden is going to have to resign before he gets impeached. Without a doubt.
without a doubt. Once the truth comes out, just like Nixon resigned before he got impeached, and he's going to do it. Eric wrote, and I bet he's flying high as a kite. <laughs> but yeah, both of them probably. Hunter and Joe. Probably I give you a quick Go ahead, Anne. I want to give a quick shout out to Carlos, who's joined us in live studio, and to Newton Hyde, who's joined yes. us in live studio. You know, talking about Biden and what he might be on, we um I, my PT came today. We were talking about how Biden certainly is the beginning of dementia or Alzheimer's, whatever you want to call it. And yeah. I did not know I did not know that a treatment for that to try to keep Biden going is they um in infuse is that the right word them with blood from young people that, that was the most horrific thing i had ever heard that well, they that, transfuse blood from young people to keep him you know from getting yeah. any worse i guess so what it is as long as it's the same blood type i heard they're experimenting with that now oh this just yeah. sounds unbelievable i i can only imagine and look and eric, eric is 100 percent right when he says if biden resigns look who we're stuck with right hyena kamala well did you see her today they have her in the philippines welcoming fishermen back from uh you know uh, a fishing expedition there the eight men walked by with giant baskets of giant fish she was in the philippines that's where they sent her for thanksgiving and she's clapping as each man Walks by with his bounty of catch for the day. Unbelievable. I mean, that's Un where they're putting her. Unbelievable. An American holiday. She's in, in Phil the Philippines. I, I don't know. Unless she's on vacation. Hard to say. Well, maybe she's sucking off the president of the Philippines. Shannon said it all. It's Kamala Ding Dong. I know. But to the point, do we really want Biden to step down knowing that... Um, VP Harris there would, would take control. It's well, really if he's compromised, if he really was taking kick, kickbacks when he was VP, vice president, he needs to go. He really should go. Well, just read careful what you ask for. That's all I'm saying. Eric wrote, How come Biden didn't pick Michelle Obama or Hillary Clinton to be his VP? Mm -hmm. All because you know they're qualified. Well, that you're right. That and he wanted to pick a black woman. I, I, I totally he, he did that just for a token. You know what I'm saying? Well, isn't Obama black? I don't know. Well, I'm just saying. I don't think. You know, I, I think obvious. I think Michelle would have won if she ran for president. I agree. I think she would have. She's and, tremendously and so popular. Just James wrote because she's black. That's the only reason why he picked her. And she's stupid. And every and he knew it too. He, you know, here you are, you pick a woman that called you a racist at the at the debates. Yes. I mean, and you still picked her. And here she is calling him a racist. It shows you that that's a, that's almost a hundred percent proof that she sucked her way to the VP because everybody knows she was with Willie Brown. The guy was 68 years old and she was like 22 or 23. She was fucking him, married man. And she has no morals. You know why she has no morals, Ann? Because of what she said about Joe Biden. I was that little girl on that bus. But yet she still went with him and supported him.
So that's telling me that Kamala Harris has no morals and she couldn't care about race or black people at all. She couldn't care because if she cared about her own race, she would have never accepted the VP from a racist president like that. She even called him a racist when she said I was I was that little girl on the bus. And, and Joe Biden was against segregation. Well, I yeah. think that Kamala is Indian. Her heritage is she's um, Indian. And is I think doxy? her dad was black. What is my doxy? No. Her so, dad was from Jamaica. Jamaican, that's it. Her father's Jamaican, right. She's half and half. She's not black, guys. She's right. a mud shark. That's it. That's how that would like Obama. And also, really. also she was a... Uh, Canadian citizen. She's born to non-American uh, uh, parents who never right. claimed citizenship. So she, by the Constitution, is uneligible. Look under Article 1 and you'll see it. All right. So if Biden is, is decapacitated, Harris can't be it, who will be president? I don't think act as president, but she can't become president. And there's several things that she can't do that a president can do while she's acting like a president or oh. some former faction of a president. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You also have to take in consideration she dropped out of the presidential race because nobody liked her. Right. And Joe Biden wasn't much further behind her because nobody was looking for him to be president. She had, he, he couldn't even string two words together. But yeah, it's right. all been a big sham. And when he goes down, that'll be the end of it. And what I understand from who I talk with, Speaker it's just a matter of days or maybe weeks. Might be a good pre Christmas present to take them all out and do their thing and and uh, let them dry in the sun before they put them in the ocean because if they put them in a grave people will flock there like a temple yes because not everybody's going to wake up 60 percent of people may wake up 40 percent will probably off themselves just because they put up with the pedophilia the sex trafficking and all that crap yeah. all the crimes against humanity that these people have been putting on everybody they were complicit with it along with the politicians yep and like i've said many times if we don't get all the daygone rats on that boat before we sink it then it's going to happen again and again because nobody pays attention to history anymore you don't you're pay right. attention to history you're doomed to repeat it yep well in the show didn't i <laughs> no, no. In Nantucket this weekend, in his $20 million guest house, Biden is, quote unquote, deciding with his family if he's going to run again. It's just in inconceivable to me. But if you look at it he from an empathetic point of view, you can't even run to the bathroom. <laughs> if you look at it from an empathetic point of view and you're a member of the Biden family, what the hell? Encourage him to run again. You're living the life of luxury. You're you know, live and let you think you're royalty kind of thing. I, I can see many people encouraging him within his own little enclave there to uh, to run again. It's going to be just amazing to, to see what happens, what he decides or what's decided for him, I guess is a better way to say it.
We'll see. Don't, nobody seems to understand that, that he also owned a, a, an island next to Jeffrey's Pedo Sandbar. Okay. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have been we have been shanghaied by the elite, not the politicians, but by the elite, because these people are being blackmailed for all the crazy shit they've done to everybody for power, money, and control. Yeah, it's not in our hands to correct it. We can't do a damn thing about it because 90% of the people won't get out of their comfy chair to do anything about it. Some of them won't even acknowledge the truth. They say, oh, that's a conspiracy or you're crazy when it's slapping them in the face every time they take a breath. That's right. I mean, we don't have we don't have to put up with this much longer, but. Just remember something that Trump told us back in 17. I can tell you, but what if I show you, you'll believe it. Yes. And that's what we're having to deal with. We're having to deal with the downfall of this crap just so everybody gets on board. And if some people don't get on board, that's fine. They'll dwindle off into nowhere. But the people will stand up at one point and say, okay, this is what we have to do now. But we can't go into a damn revolutionary war or civil war over this shit because we won't win for the simple fact that they'll literally strangle us from the supplies that everybody's used to. Most people have no groceries set aside. They go day to day to the grocery store. They have nothing in their cabinets. Some people don't even cook. They go to a fast food restaurant. I'm here to tell you those fast food restaurants are poison. But people love them. And as much as I tell them until I show them the fact written on paper, then they stop going to them. Well, to your point, Raccoon, it's I was like thinking of you today because we're uh, going to face another rail strike. Four out of the 12 unions are not going to ratify the, uh, you know, brilliant deal that uh, Biden made with them a few weeks ago. Yep. Supply, supply is going to shut down in December, quote unquote, in time for the holidays. But the truth is it'll affect everything, including the food source and food supply, East Coast to West Coast. So we can all look forward to that. Well, it's coming. People don't understand that the food supply that we grow here in the United States won't be on the shelf till next year. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. Everything we eat was from last year or the year before, depending on what was left over. Mm -hmm. Okay. They've, they've literally strangled the farmers to death over the last 50 some odd years when they started with the farm bill and said, you can only raise this. You can't plant in there. You have to do this over here. You can't have too many of these. You can't have too many of those. A lot of my family members that I, that I grew up around lost their asses, lost their farms because they couldn't make enough money to pay for the new year that they had to plant for and all the expenses that went into it. Like replacement equipment or repair parts, seed, fertilizers, water rights. And they yep. strangled them. People yep. don't realize that, that crap. But that we live in a we live in a utopia that we help create. Right. We say, oh, we don't need that. 
We used to be the largest wheat producers in the world. And people bought our wheat. We had many, many billions of tons of the stuff every year. But now we have hardly enough to take care of what we need to, or they've sold it off before the stuff's even planted. Farmers have to abide by the corporations to give them their seeds. You you will plant only this or you will plant nothing at all. And it's a GMO seed. Don't feed it to your cattle. It's only for this product. People don't realize that. 90% of our corn that's grown is GMO. 60% of it goes to the oil production to make ethanol. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now people don't realize the fact that, yeah, you can get corn, but you can't go out just anywhere and buy corn right off the husk anymore. You have to go to the store to get it because they've killed off the Dagon family farm stores that they used to have all over the place. You know, you control live, the food. Where, where we the live, food, control the people. We're lucky to have farmers markets that just are ours just ended and it'll start up again in March. So, you know, in yeah. small little enclaves, you can get local produce and, you know, we frequent it all the time. Yeah, if you're for, in a big, if you're in a big city though, you're screwed because you yeah. can't get out to those farmers markets. Some people can, but not everybody owns a car. You know, they yeah. got to take public transportation and stops at the city limits. Yeah. So you're, you're, you're stuck with buying what they're telling you, you have to buy. Yeah. They're trying to make it a utopia for their own demise. Yeah. And this ain't going to last much longer. I mean, the people are going to, at some point, people just say to hell with it. This is what we're going to do now. I mean, but we have to, we have to realize it's not on our watches, our clocks. Okay. This thing has been going on for almost six years now. To root all these bastards out. The yep. excess of what are the 250 some thousand indictments. Maximum amount of people you can put on an indictment is 50. What's that saying? You know? Hmm. We have to wait for these guys to finish up the game because you know you think, well, they they, they could have done this months ago or years ago, but no. Plans change constantly around the clock. They start out with plan A, and now they're probably on Z 297 right now because <laughs> shit changed so much. Yeah. Yeah. But we're too impatient because we have an attitude that says we have to have what we want, and we have an attention span of 10 seconds. <laughs> well, so, you know. To your point, though, we can't go back. I mean, it's going to have to change again, right? You can't go backwards. So the only way to influence change going forward is what? What's the secret? And they're not going to tell you a damn thing about what's been done already, because if they do, then the other side hears about it and they can prevent the next move. So the information is pretty dark. You know, I mean, you have to use what's kind of rare anymore in our society, a little common sense. (laughs) <laughs> Why would you tell the enemy when you're going to attack, where you're going to attack, and who you're going to attack? Mm-hmm. If you don't yeah. have the element of surprise, you get your ass tore up. 
They'll be well, waiting for you. They'll be even when he's, even when the president's supplying uh, Ukraine with military arms and stuff, he he comes on and, and raccoons a hundred percent right. He comes on TV or or his his cronies come on TV and start telling the public what they sent them. Really, yeah. why would you do that? Why? Because you're stupid. To brag, I guess. <laughs> yeah, he's stupid. You fucking most stupid. of those yeah. arms. Most of those arms went on the black market. And now they're saying Russia may have bought some of them and are going to reverse engineer them. Yep. I'm here to tell you right now, a politician's <laughs> done sold those secrets to Russia a long time ago and to China and all of our enemies because yep. all they love is money. They don't love America. That's true. I mean, we're, we're dealing with China. China's supposed to be our enemy. They want to take over the United States, but yet we do business with them. Let's give them some more money, send some more stuff over here. It's building up their army. Well, but in the just, last you know, seven years, they built their Navy up to the largest Navy in the world. But then again, they even count the fishing votes, no matter how big or small they are. <laughs> I mean, this is all nothing but a big... <laughs> it's all nothing but a big blue light shining in their face, trying to attract us like a deer on the highway. They want to run us over. I, I, but if we get our minds together and think about what's going on, we don't have to stare into the light to see mm -hmm. the danger. The question I, I, I need an answer to is, tell me, why do people still support this Man, why do they still support him and vote? Even uh, even for the House and the Senate, I really thought we were going to take both, but we didn't. Why would people with this economy and everything <coughs> through the roof, gasoline, oil, everything, why are they still voting for him? Let me ask you a question, Felix. How many times have you seen a newsreel of biden signing something uh -huh. and tell me which hand does he normally write with you know i really never noticed because i haven't i haven't that's seen... because you're not paying attention he's right-handed uh-huh somebody's been on tv looking like biden signing with his left hand <laughs> okay <laughs> I wouldn't doubt I've it. I've said this many times and people think I, I'm nuts. I wouldn't doubt people it. People in Hollywood can make you look like anybody you want to be. Okay? You know, you know, yeah. now that he brought this up, I saw a video and this was from the news. It wasn't a video that was, you know, like taken by someone and put on YouTube or something. And you could see there was a green screen involved. It was like Biden yeah. Biden walking from the helicopter to the White House, but it, the person really wasn't. It, the person was in a studio and this was being green screened. Like they, you know, when they yeah. shoot Star Wars and shit and you could see it fluctuated very quickly and it came back to normal. That's fucked up, man. They're doing something wrong. Dirty. You can also see in one of his newsreels he done when he was getting off of a helicopter, he walks over to the microphone and his hand goes through the microphone. Yes. Yeah, that's his another FBI, one. Or his, his, his secret service agents look like a bunch of fat, happy, goddamn retirees. 
who couldn't chase yeah. down a goddamn three-legged broken dog. <laughs> he had a guy who was a, who was accompanying him throughout his first six months who looked like a uh -huh. Chinese agent. He wasn't dressed in a suit. He always wore a vest, wore khaki pants. They were, they were cargo pants yep. and he was Chinese. There you go. Where did that woman go that vanished when he was being inaugurated? She walked past him and all of a sudden she vanished in the picture. Yeah, there's I mean, some none of this is, none of this is, is what we think it is because we're too busy waiting for the next football game or the soap operas or whatever the heck it is we got sidetracked from and nobody's paying attention. But this is all a big damn movie. And like I've said many times, I coined the phrase, this is Nightmare on Pennsylvania Avenue. But it leaves yeah. with a funny ending at the end of it. Yeah. They're you all going to lose. They're all going to lose. When Biden was first president for a long time, I'm talking about months. I had a friend who lives in Washington, D.C., and he said, when you drive past the White House at night, there's not one light on in the White House. No, no one's in there. Nobody. The other, the other fact, too, is he always motorcades to the White House to get on there or on Marine One. And sometimes... There's only one Marine one and not three, no decoys in the air, but he's surrounded with two or three national park police helicopters that drive and that escort him up to goddamn Delaware. Yeah. It's cost, it's cost us $11 million thus far to shuttle him back and quote, unquote, the cost is irrelevant. To Delaware. The cost is irrelevant because they've already put us so far into debt we can never get out of it unless we overthrow the central banks and the banking system, which is happening right now. Yeah. Why would he up the interest rate knowing that people will stop borrowing money, especially mm -hmm. big corporations that aren't tied in too tightly with the, with the, the cabal? I yep. mean, every corporation we have, you can name a corporation, they have a controlling corporation that owns a large chunk of their stocks and has several people on the board of every corporation. Some of these corporations stuff for a hundred years. Ford, did you know Ford got a, a Nazi cross from Hitler in 1938? For setting up production lines, showing them how to make the things they wanted to make on their production lines. They were tanks and trucks and vehicles. Well, I didn't know that. Yeah, look it up. I've done the research. That's all these, that's all these giant corporations and all this shit that's been going on has been going on for over a century. And now they're calling the cards. Now they're saying, okay, I'm calling. What do you have? And yeah. you take you take all these, our, our petroleum industry is so corrupt. You know, you, you sit there and you look at these guys and say, well, how can they do this? There's, there's several companies. 
whenever one of them companies has somebody sitting on the board from the major corporation. Yep. During World War II, he was told to give Hitler all the fuel he needed for the duration of the war, not for a month, not for a year or two, for the duration. Also, they told BP, which is British Petroleum, who they were bombing at the time, and Dutch Petroleum <laughs> from the Netherlands. There you go. Not one, not one Nazi warship shot down a damn tanker. There you go. And look, look, let me tell you something. Look at the Vatican during the war. They marched Vatican right was, the Vatican. Yeah. They marched right and the by. Red Cross because Don't they had get the yet. Red Cross. Yes, because they cut a deal. They were given papers. They were given papers to get Nazi criminals out of the Europe, and yep. they were giving them papers and money. All your donations were going to the Nazi Party. I've never I'm given sure. to the they gone. Uh, I've never given to the Red Cross because I was told when I was a kid the Red Cross was corrupt. It's a ripoff. Dad used to I have heard, a little story. I about was told that. the same thing. What? Lost everything, and somebody says, "Hey, come over here. I'll give you a cup of coffee." And then they walk a little further, and somebody else says, "Come over here. I'll give you some food." Then walk a little bit further, and somebody <laughs> jumps out of a Red Cross tent and says, "If you can talk them son of a bitches into two or three bucks, I'll sell you a shirt." <laughs> well, the, the current pope is from Argentina, and uh, apparently that's it was an enclave for uh, Germans. You know the, uh, that escape from the war. Argentina, the Paraguay, Argentina, yep. Paraguay, our, the, our, and Chile. Right, our current pope is from Argentina. He's a Jesuit there. Hey, just a quick second. I wanted to give some shout outs to William and to Jesuzer and Kwaki and to Mike Tampa Bay. Welcome to live studio. It's an old friend. And um, that's all I need to And to KK. Welcome yes, to you as well. And if you're new to the show, follow us. Follow us. We're on every Friday, 7 p.m. Anybody Hi, Linda. Wants, you want to come up to the mic and say something? Now's your chance. Hop Raccoon, on. I know. I know this is Hurry off up subject. Before I get to another rant. <laughs> I, Raccoon, I know this is off subject, but you know the four students that were um, knifed to death in Idaho. Now they're saying on the news that there was a similar attack last year. You know, within Washington State, and and all in a you know whatever five hour drive from each other, and a crime like that the year before, where at three in the morning people were butchered wow. in their own bed, and it other people were serial, left alive. It could be a serial killer, then. Do you think when, when they're to trying say. to they're trying to profile the attacker? What what do you think some characteristics might be? If that was the summer of love, it could have been anybody. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you had a lot of crazies running around all over the West Coast. Oregon, but, Washington. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ, they burned down whole cities and stuff and making their own little tent cities and stuff and t running people out and beating the crap out of everybody and stealing everything. But if somebody's yeah, I, not comfortable with blood and butchering and all that, I, I, I think that's I, I, a special I, kind I, of crazy. I think this person knew them because he did not kill the other two people that were in the house. 
But so, in the crime that happened last year, same thing. He, they, he the, the perpetrator attacked a couple and left an, another man and a dog alone in the house. So it's the same M.O. Same thing at like three in the morning. I don't know. I, I just think it's um, I can't imagine or, what kind of person is doing killer. that. Or it's a serial. It was probably all. It, it was probably all local false flags to scare uh-huh. the people around the areas. I mean, I didn't hear anything about the guy. Then again, I don't listen to mainstream media because it's all bullshit anyway. Yeah. But this- you have people that do that. I mean, look at the false flags we've had with the Uval, uh, whatever the place down in Texas, Uvalde or Uvala. That was a yeah, false flag. Where did this kid get a, a $50,000 truck and spend 20 grand on them ammunition and weapons? Somebody right. set him up for that job. And it's like, we're giving you free shit for a year. Now it's time to dance. Yeah. If you don't dance, then that's it. We get, we're going to take you out and show you the landscape. You know, yeah. the old saying, just driving down the road looking at the scenery the next thing you know you're in the scenery looking at the road yeah. <laughs> it's just unimaginable to me i don't shame what happened to those kids it's fucking shame and it you is know, it is you just need to step it up and catch this murderer uh, you but know just like it... florida but just yeah. like florida felix the cops stood around with their thumb up their ass because they were told not to go in by their commander. They should have went in because that's their freaking job is to protect and serve the people, exactly. not the court politicians. And they should go to jail for not going in. They should should have been prosecuted, but they weren't. Complicit to murder. Complicit yep. to murder one. Bunch of pussies. The reason yep. I bring it up is that is the only the the Utah uh, Idaho thing. Sorry, four kids is the only um, just massacre that Biden has made no comment about at all. And I think that's interesting as well. He's a fucking moron. Well, he just I mean, he, he, well, actually, actually, he, I don't think it's Biden because in my medical experience, I learned to look at people a certain way. And I noticed the guy's nose sometimes is different. His chin is a little different. His divot isn't quite as dip on his chin. His ears are different and his eyes are different. Sometimes he doesn't even blink. So are you saying it's an imposter or some kind of like, um, you know, 3D imaging kind of thing, robot or whatever, you know, whatever it might be. Did you see the 3D imaging on that show? What is it? America got talent. They had a guy up there and then they, I, they ran that software and he looked just like Elvis. It actually yeah. was Elvis, <laughs> but he looked just like some, something you got to, something you got to remember. Now I'll give you a perfect example of, you ever see the hall of presidents down in Florida? Yes. Yeah. Disneyland. Yes. They look exactly like the presidents. Oh, hell yeah. Even in Washington, D.C., like me, me and Ann, when, what was that place we went into? It was a wax museum in uh, D.C. museum. Unbelievable. Yeah. I thought I was standing next to Obama. Yeah, but, yeah, now, take that, now, now take that and make it into a latex mask. Yeah. Yep. I mean, come on. We're living a nightmare. But the problem of it is, is we have to see the nightmare 
before we can say, oh, it's just a dream. Everything will come back to some kind of a normal. There is no such thing as normal, just like conspiracy theory or coincidence. There's a reason for this stuff. And it's to show the people how stupid they've been and how lax they've been and how they've complied to every demand these traitors have done to us. They've given away money. Now we find out they really didn't give away our money. They were literally whitewashing a Bitcoin. And I've talked about these Bitcoins on many podcasts. A lot of people got pissed at me for it. But they took money from everybody who was in on the Bitcoin and they blew it. They were giving it out. There was a money laundering operation. That's all our government's been for the last goddamn since World War II, a money laundering organization. I mean, even even after World War II, Truman told Mao, we're not giving you any aid, even though the Japanese destroyed your country. We're not giving you any aid. You don't deserve it. Mao said, fine, I'll destroy you from within. Mm-hmm. And he kept his promise. Yep. We're still big, paying them. We're still paying them as an up and coming country. Yes, they're good. Goddamn superpower. I think they're going to get reparation for some green, some climate initiative because they're considered that or whatever. They're, classified that's that all horseshit. That, that's all horseshit because there is no such thing as reparations for anything that the government <laughs> can't control. Uh, well, if, it, yeah, if they say it. everybody in America who's white has to give the black people 40% of your wages after taxes. Well, they'll probably see a couple pennies on the dollar, but the rest of it are going to politicians pocket for setting this shit up. <laughs> right if the government that. tells us we get EMP'd by a day gone Russian missile or a Chinese or North Korean missile, which I don't think that'll happen. Maybe you ought to think about, you know, they told us it was incoming an hour ago and we just got hit. Chances are they did it because if Russia's going to hit us, it's eight minutes out, yep. if not sooner. Last wow. thing you ever want to hear the government say to you is, hi, I'm from the government. I'm here to help. Yeah, right. They're only helping themselves. They're not helping the people. Yep. Eric, my man, what's happening in the pod bean world? Well, I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving this year. Um, well, I know coming up on pod bean right after you wrap up at the top of the hour, if we would certainly encourage friends to jump over to the beans of weenie show with scooter and spanky and Jester for, for some good laughs. And they'll be followed at 10 PM Eastern time by their Friday night music show starring spanky called club code blue. And, and this weekend, I would certainly encourage friends to be on lookout for the Big Daddy Elves podcast, which I'm sure Raccoon may show up for that, and um, Dude Sean, and and a couple other friends who may be on this weekend, and and of course Caps keeping keeping us abreast on the World Cup game. And um, next week, um, you'll have like the Old Man's Podcast Show as we get ready to wrap up the month of November and and kick, really officially kick off the Christmas holiday season. And of course, next Friday on the Old Man's Podcast Show, we're going to have the kickoff of our December trivia contest. The category will be Christmas movies, and the 
prize up for grabs is a $100 gift certificate to Low Flow Denver. And um, so I would certainly encourage friends to be thinking about wholesome Christmas movies, whether it's It's a Wonderful Life or the yes. first two movies or the Santa Claus movies, the A Christmas Story franchise and, and movies like Jingle All the Way and The Polar Express and um, Christmas Vacation and a few others. You know, that would probably be their homework assignment. Um, yep. Of course, hope, and then of course, you got the Frank D show as well as you've got um, on Monday evening at 6 p.m. Eastern time, the It's Doomsday podcast with Jester and Jake Giles. And then next Wednesday on Podbean, you've got the um, the Potluck podcast. And hopefully that will cure people's, you know, Wednesday beans and weenie withdrawals. And then, of course, Black Radio 2 Alpha, you can find them Wednesdays over on Twitch and YouTube and and Facebook and Spreaker, and um, ho- hopefully, you know, the Ralph William podcast decides to come back very soon with some new episodes. And and I think, you know, James and, and the slightly serious show is taking them, you know, a little bit more time off, you know, as James is having to deal with some personal dilemmas. So ho- hopefully, he'll be back soon still. And then mm-hmm. the gray area and um, low stairs and pores and um, Mike Tampa Bay and. Mornings with John Gale and Scooter after the Old Man's Podcast Show and and so many other great friends worth checking out. Yes. And uh, did you have a good Thanksgiving, Eric? I did. Um, went to my dad's si- sister and, you know, we, we, we had Thanksgiving over there. I made like a, a blueberry no-bake no cheesecake oh, from Jell-O nice. blueberries to it and, then, and brought the pumpkin pie as well. And then I came home with two days worth of leftovers and, um, and of course, uh, you know, and, and a plate with, with different desserts. Oh, that's that good. There. That's good. But of course, today, of course, being November 25th, we're exactly one month until Christmas. Yes. Christmas is on a Sunday. Yep. Yeah. 30 days. I- I think on the 23rd, which is a Friday in December, we're going to play Christmas music. So, yeah, it'll probably be a repeat of last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll take uh, requests and we'll play the music. And, uh, but, uh, I got uh-huh. a couple of doozies. <laughs> Listen, people, if you're new to the show, follow us. We're on every Friday at 7 p.m. And you guys, you know, every time we're on the show, you could jump up to the mic, talk about the subject, what we're talking about, or say anything you want. Because this show, anything goes. That's what happens, usually, I guess. Uh-huh. And I'm glad Ann but, is feeling um, better. Absolutely. Thank you all. Well, you know, Ann, Ann is bouncing back. You're right about that. Yes, she got a ways to go, though. She's having therapy but she has a ways to go but i'm glad her spirits are better that's the main thank thing you. thank you all very right. much you quick yes thanks for well, having we'll me on felix go ahead raccoon what do you say yeah he thanked you for ha- having him on he said oh, i didn't hear him <laughs> it's good <laughs> But not to worry, um, Raccoon will be back next Friday. We just know he'll be back, but hopefully Seeker and, and the rest of them will be back too. Yeah, I hope so. I, I'd like to get him on my show, you know, um, just to just to hear them again and hear what they're what's happening. I hope they're doing okay. 
absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And a special hello to Gerald. Welcome to Life Studio. We're glad you're here. Gerald. Yes. Gerald, my bad. Yes. Yes. Gerald of the um, the Northern Minority Poverty Law Center. You know, that's one of Shannon's good friends. Um, yeah. And Great hopefully he'll be back on. next week. Yes. And Mike, Tampa Bay. We haven't heard Mike in a while. So maybe next week he'll jump up, jump up to the mic. Oh, yes. All right, people, listen, have a great weekend, a safe weekend. Don't do anything I wouldn't do, okay? And that's just... Yeah, be, and, be safe and be responsible and try to stay warm and stay dry. That's right. And I'm taking you out, people, with a little WAP music. Later, everybody. Shayla Luna met somebody. Go ahead, Ann. Oh, keep hoping your heart. <laughs> Somebody's at the door. Ciao, 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 people. Be safe out there, people. Have a great weekend. Woo! Oh, mama. Oh, mama. La, 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 la.